Hello everyone and welcome back to We Could Talk About This All Day Long. I'm Lauren and I'm here with my friend Kathy. Hi everyone. Episode 3 coming at you today. Episode 3 and we have been playing around with creating our website so be on the lookout for that. It should hopefully be up and running in the next few days. Yeah and that there we would have a place to access our three podcasts so far, and then we'll drop new ones there. So you'll have one place to go to find us to exactly. listen. Exactly. We won't have to individually text people our <laughs> podcast episodes. And on that note, thank you to everyone who has listened and given us feedback and and honestly so much encouragement. And it's quite a thing to just push down some walls that those self-limiting beliefs and push through those and launch something that's been a dream to both of us. Definitely. It makes it also just feel so much more real. Like we're really doing it. People are listening and they're liking it and connecting to it. And that's really exciting. Yes, I think so too. I had one lovely friend say, oh, I didn't find it on Apple. And I, I love that because I thought, not yet. <laughs> not yet. But we'll get there. <laughs> So today, we came up with this at the end of our show last week, which was on breakups, and we started talking about feelings, and Lauren, I think you said it, like, can we talk about feeling your feelings? And I said, yes, and I almost started going into it, and I said, let's pause and do it for episode three. So I love that you came up with this. I think it's a natural segue from... uh, Breakups. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And And it's a part of daily life. Definitely. I was going to say it's something that I am always working on and I I don't always um, feel like I'm doing that. So it's very relevant right now, I guess. Tell me more about that when you say it's something I don't always do and it's relevant yeah the word is relevant (laughs) right now I'd love to hear more yeah so I think for most of my life I definitely did not feel my feelings I definitely pushed things down um being seen as emotional or crying was just not something people in my, especially the men in my family, really put up with at all. Um, And then once I got older, I think that I would think my feelings a lot. And it was not that long ago that I heard somebody talk about that, and I don't even remember where, but it was this thing about you might think that you're feeling your feelings, but you're really just analyzing things in your head and, like, thinking about things over and over. Um, And you're not just sitting and feeling in your body what you are feeling. And that resonated with me so much because I can overanalyze anything and spend lots of time thinking about all the things that happened and could have happened and that I could have said or done. And I don't always just sit and feel what's happening. So I don't know if you can relate to that. Oh, I can definitely relate. I grew up in a way that um, my mom 
in her just super strong, tough Southern woman can do anything truly times 40,000 in a moment, um, raised us in such a way that buck up. In yes. fact, my siblings and I will now have laughter about it. Like, it's we grew up in the buck-up school. Mm-hmm. And so I do remember, oh, I can't cry. Oh, I can't feel this way. I remember remnants of this feeling like, and this repeated itself. Honestly, it's happened in a very old relationship where it simply wasn't okay to feel anger. Mm-hmm. I was critiqued for it. And so... I, because I believe in my own responsibility, I equivalated that to, oh, it's not a nice thing for a woman to feel anger. That's how it got twisted. Mm -hmm. Now, I saw anger in my family. I would see it in my mom because she would just like let it out. However, I didn't observe it as a feeling we were feeling through if Mm -hmm. that makes sense it makes sense more like you described where it's like thinking anger and I remember in moments as a kid shoving that down mumbling Mm -hmm. to myself but not going and presenting here's what I'm feeling about this having no idea how and it's been something really important to me in raising my daughter and taking a long time to feel my feelings to be in a healthy space to allow her the same. Mm-hmm. That she doesn't have to be cheery all the time. Yes. And I just love what you said about thinking feelings versus feeling them. And in the past year, I was really fortunate to take part in a training under... A program called Conscious Leadership Group. Mm-hmm. And they actually have a book called The 15 Commitments to Conscious Leadership. And there's something in there, a chapter about feeling your feelings. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to turn back to you right now before mm-hmm. I go into that. And I'd love for you to say now. So what I'd like to hear about is now when you're feeling the feelings when you're mm-hmm. sitting with it what do you notice between that and the way of your youth which was mm-hmm. I'm going to shove them down and I also want to know in there what was the result of shoving them down <laughs> yes those are great questions oh man so the result of shoving them down let's start there because that's where it all began, um, I felt like I didn't belong a lot of times in my family because my mom was somebody who was always saying, you choose happiness. You know, you get to choose that. I don't know why you would choose to be miserable. things like that and so anytime and I'm somebody who has depression and so anytime I would feel negative which now I don't think of them as negative but then they were negative anger or sadness or hurt I would 
just shove it down because I was supposed to just be happy all the time. Mm -hmm. And of course, when you shove feelings down, they're going to come up at some point. And so I think a lot of times, especially as a teenager moving into young adulthood, that would just be more kind of bouts of depression, but also bouts of just anger. Like I would snap at something so trivial because I had pushed it down for so long that one small thing would um, just kind of make me explode, I guess. And so definitely a lot of turmoil in relationships with my mom and the people I was kind of closest to, my sister and stuff like that. Um, And then now... I've been in therapy for many years and um, have just been doing a lot of reading and journaling and all of that. And now when I can sit with a feeling, one, I think I was always scared too that it would last forever. Like if I allow myself to cry and be sad, I'm never going to stop. And so one thing I've learned... That was the belief. Yes, that was the belief. And so one thing I've definitely learned is if I sit with it and really feel it, it goes away. That really intense initial feeling passes more quickly. And I'm able to kind of move on more quickly because if I'm just constantly thinking my feelings then it's just kind of a spiral of constantly dwelling on something and not feeling any sense of closure or like I can move past it because it's just there in my mind all the time and now if I can sit and feel whatever it is um for example yesterday was or the day before yesterday was Thanksgiving (laughs) whenever that was um And in the past, if I was sad on a holiday like that, it would feel not good. Like, I need to just kind of move past that. Like, I'm with my husband's family. My family now lives really far away from me. Um, And so Thanksgiving can be sad because I miss my family. And so typically I would just be trying to repress that, but it would constantly be in the back of my mind. And so I just wouldn't have the best time. Mm And then, like, this past Thanksgiving, it was, like, in the morning, I woke up, and I could feel the sadness, and so I just sat with it for a little bit, and then I just feel like I can move past it. I feel it, I acknowledge it, and then I can move through it and enjoy my day. And not, it doesn't always work so quickly or, you know, but it's a big difference from just kind of having those cycles of spinning thoughts, you know? Um, I don't know. What do you Yeah, I think think? the cycle of spinning thoughts relates to what I was sharing last week about in this very recent breakup, the work I am doing, and I can feel the slightest shift, is in getting out of my head putting so much energy into retelling the story of what happened, retelling the story of what happened, retelling my beliefs, which are limiting, about the story that happened. And what I've really been working on this week is allowing sadness to flow in. I've had tears. I've had facing, letting go. I sobbed through some of that Mm -hmm. and allowed myself to. 
I can relate to what you said. Sometimes it feels scary, like, well, I'm really upset. Am I ever going to mm-hmm. feel better? And then I'm, I, I just liken it to practice. Each day, I would feel and allow myself to hold and then release anger, sadness, disappointment, One day I said, I feel like getting on the floor and tantruming because I took something away. I took it away that I really dearly loved. Mm -hmm. And a friend of mine said, do it. And I think that I didn't get on the floor, but I allowed more tears to flow. Mm -hmm. And in that, though, what I like that I'm just very slowly I see it happening is this redirection of energy. I'm not in denial Mm -hmm. of things at all. I just am now asking, where do I need to put my energy on retelling a story? A story? Mm -hmm. Or in myself, in facing what is true and real. And so I was just noting yesterday, the day after Thanksgiving, oh, I can feel this slightest shift. To relate to you on Thanksgiving, I would say there were moments like of cooking and my daughter cooking her thing that were, I just felt that joy. Mm -hmm. And then we go over dear, dear friends who are our family here and family anywhere. They are family. And I felt when I walked in the door, there was so much love Mm -hmm. that I got choked up. And I said, that's okay to myself. It's okay. And then between carrying more of our food into the house, it passed. And I said, it's okay, Kathy. Be with it. Let it roll out. And what I was going to share in this book, 15 Commitments to Conscious Leadership, and the chapter on I think it's called Feeling Your Feelings. Mm -hmm. What I love that I got from that and what is written there is that feelings are just waves. And so I always Mm -hmm. now picture standing at the beach at the ocean and a wave of grief comes in Mm -hmm. and it goes back out if I allow it in. I have had times in my life, like you said, pushing. I'm not angry. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not angry. I'm, in fact, I'm going to sweep myself back under the carpet, and I am not angry. Mm-hmm. And what happened is a volcano, mm-hmm. resentment, bitterness. And so that suppression, that pushing down, I think for many people, will result in a mood bitterness, resentment, that's just anger. Sadness is another thing. Mm-hmm. Joy is another thing if we don't allow it to come out. Creativity is another thing. Mm-hmm. And then so many emotions under the big ones. Anger, joy, fear, um, creative juices, you know. Yeah. And so just to that point, I think feeling... So I want to talk about that, what it is to really feel and release. So for you, when you sit with your feelings, can you crawl in there with me and just describe what that's like to feel your feelings when you said Thanksgiving morning, Mm -hmm. I allowed myself to sit with it. So 
describe that. Yeah. So, okay, before I do that, I want to add, besides the mood and kind of that volcano feeling, is I get so many physical symptoms when I repress emotions and feelings. So my back goes out, um, I get sick, just those types of things happen a lot uh, while I was growing up and still. Um, And so now I feel like I have a little bit of a different relationship with my body even from feeling my feelings because in the past it would feel like my body betrays me all the time. But really I was betraying it (laughs) by kind of repressing these things and them coming out in physical ways. And so now when I am able to sit with feelings, um, I either literally sit (laughs) or walking is a is a way that I like to also kind of uh, be with my feelings but and I feel them in my body and I feel like that has been a really cool shift from feeling like my body is against me to kind of being um, in it and a partner with it so I feel it Um, And I just kind of notice where I'm feeling it, if it's in my stomach or my chest or my throat or whatever, you know, wherever it's manifesting, I I just let myself feel that sensation. And if I need to cry or um, my students, uh, especially last year, would make fun of me because I told them sometimes when I get in my car after work, I literally just scream at the top of my lungs. Oh, I love it though, yeah. <laughs> um, so whatever I need to do, if it's crying or screaming or whatever, yeah, I feel like I need to do in that moment, I, I do that. Um, and I just feel the different sensations. A lot of times if it's anger or sadness, it's a lot of kind of constricting like in my chest or my mm-hmm. throat or my mm-hmm. stomach or whatever and I feel that and I do the thing that feels best whether that's crying or screaming or like giving myself a hug or whatever like wrapping up in a mm-hmm. cozy blanket and then yeah that release of just I kind of focus on my breath and my breathing and just yeah kind of release it well, I love what you're saying. It's almost as though you read this chapter and practiced <laughs> what they encouraged. And it just makes so much sense not to suppress. And what when I was listening to you, what came up for me is what I heard. And I don't... You can tell me. Yeah, that's not it, Kathy. I mean, because it's you. Right. But I know for me, and so I was just relating quietly, is that it's releasing judgment Mm. on yourself. When you said, originally you thought, my body betrayed me. And then you took ownership and said, no, I betrayed my body. Mm -hmm. And then when I pictured you walking or sitting or screaming, what I got from that is being one with your body. Mm -hmm. And, And the integration and I really love that. I have worked on this, f- truly feeling a sensation. You used a really important word. It's a sensation. Mm-hmm. When I'm super sad, I have a huge lump in my mm-hmm. throat. I can feel my eyes stinging, um, tension, 
probably from my belly on up. Anger, definitely, in my chest. Mm -hmm. Joy, bubbling from down below (laughs) on up. And fear. Fear, I think I feel in my shoulders and tension and just like this hollowness in my chest. And then I know, though, okay, feel the sensation. And I've done things like when... My daughter was really tiny, or not even at home. I'd come down to the washing machine and open the door. I didn't close myself, <laughs> but I'd open the laundry door and scream inside there. Yeah. Um, sometimes I will pound my feet and say lots of explicit things. Mm-hmm. The word or expletives. Expletives. Yeah. Expletives. Yes. You all know the word. <laughs> Swear so, words. Um, and then sometimes it's not a word; it's a sound. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Or I love when you said you physically hug your body. That's a body movement that matches what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. My stamping or waving my arms, expressing that sensation, loving myself too of. You've got this. Not words, but that self-belief, that mm-hmm. holding, the integration yes, is allowing me to feel the sensation. And then the beautiful part, you described it too, and like I said, my always my visual of the ocean is that wave of all the feelings we mentioned coming in Mm -hmm. and not burying them let the water wash in let the wave wash in feel it feel it in our body make a sound make a movement release it back Mm -hmm. to the sea and it will come back it's not the end (laughs) of that feeling and I think something so essential is is I just going back to because I found it so striking and really quite beautiful is the integration when we let go of judgment on oh buck up Kathy mm-hmm. you no need to cry right yes you I can't even relate to what you said in when you described depression but as a kid where mm-hmm. it's not okay to be negative mm-hmm. and releasing all those stories releasing all that judgment to accept the reality which we experience a multitude of sensations which we release, we feel first, like I said, we feel, we express, we release. It waves back in. And feelings, there's an array all day long. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love the, I hadn't thought about the judgment piece, but that is so important of not judging what you're feeling or what sensations are happening. They're happening and just, you know, yeah, integrating them and feeling them and releasing them however is right in that moment. And there's nothing good or bad about that. No, and then stopping comparisons of like oh that's a chipper person (laughs) oh they're always so positive releasing those stories too because 
You don't know anything. I remember, I mean, I don't know anything either <laughs> about someone else. But I remember years and years ago when I knew it was time to leave my marriage. Mm. And, oh, I sobbed, you know, mm. by myself on a sofa all day long. And then I remember at the end of the day meeting up with very dear neighbor friend who moved away. But we were watching our children audition for something, and they were little. And I whispered to her, it's only me. I mean, I'm the only one who couldn't get this right. And judgment. Mm -hmm. Not knowing a thing about anybody else. Judgment. Mm -hmm. And she made me howl, which I needed, <laughs> which was, you don't know anything that's going on with any of the other people watching their children. You don't know if she's miserable in something or he's trying to leave some his job. You don't know anything. Mm -hmm. And I said... And she told some very funny things. And I said, oh, I need to hear that. It wasn't over overnight. It took me years to get to a place of acceptance and the knowing that, no, I'm not a bad person. Mm -hmm. So that self-judgment and I just keep going back to the integration of feeling and our body. Mm -hmm. And not holding on to the story of it meaning anything other than, well, I'm going to look at this feeling. I'm going to feel it. I'm going to release it. I'm going to allow it to come back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that acknowledgement of knowing it's going to come back and you're not going to release sadness and then never feel sad again. Um, I think that's really important too. And I think societally... The reason that we have these stories and compare ourselves so much is because as a society we're told to not express those negative emotions and so when we see people in a superficial way of course they're going to always seem happy or whatever because we don't kind of show those other sides to people typically and so I'm really glad to be here with you and kind of opening up that door and being vulnerable. Me too. I I mean, I will tell you that and share with you that in the past, like, I felt pressure sometimes to be on. That's self-induced pressure, but mm -hmm. it's born out of comparison. Definitely. Like, oh, in this scene right now, I don't feel okay being in a sort of low mood. Mm-hmm. And... It feels, in the last several years, the most truthful time in my life of allowing it and practicing. Oh, I don't have it all, mm -hmm. but practicing, facing it, being okay with it. I love humor and dry yes. humor. I love to laugh. And there are times I am also really serious mm -hmm. because I go deep. And that can look many different ways. And I, I was reading something the other day. I don't know where. I don't know mm -hmm. what it is. But um, it was about, listen, if you're not feeling yourself around a particular group or a lot, you can change that. Mm -hmm. And I'm so fortunate. I truly have a posse of amazing people in my life. 
but you know, if you're like, yeah, I'm not feeling that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and releasing those shoulds, the stories I, I do think for women, I think men are just smashed with other pressures to be a certain way, to be non-emotional, to right. not feel, to not engage emotionally. Not every man. I'm not generalizing everyone. Just stories I know. Yes. And, but the pressure... I, you shared it, I shared it, of, be on, be happy, mm-hmm. what do you have to be sad exactly. about? You have so much going for you. Yes. Yeah, I know, mm-hmm. and I'm grateful. <laughs> yes. And I also know we have depth. Exactly. We feel. Yes. So, I'm so grateful that we could be in this space and share this and we're soon going to have a way. We do have our email. Yes. Which is info at we could talk about this all day com. And we'd love to hear from you. Share your thoughts with us. Pose a question. And Lauren and I are progressing every week. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have a way to have guests. Yes. To answer your questions. We're going to find a way. Definitely. Or that we get your questions and we read them aloud. Or we have a question taped and yes. then we play it. So we're so thrilled to be unabashedly putting ourselves out there. We recognize we're not editing yet. And mm-hmm. we're just accepting of that. We're, yeah. we're putting it out there. Exactly. And allowing ourselves, I think, to step into fear. Yes. And learn from it yeah and I think um once we know more we can do more but right now we're just starting we're in the infancy of this project and so it's everything's brand new um but we're really excited you sure are and on that note we wish you a beautiful Saturday yes this is when we're taping we could talk about this all day long and um, thank you so much again for um, the listening, for sharing your feedback and um, care and encouragement. We're so grateful. Yes, thank you so, so much. And please be on the lookout for our website. Yeah, it's coming soon. It is. All right. Take All right. care, everyone. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.